Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. The Good Life. Money FM 89.3. It is the evening runway. It's time now for The Good Life, where we are focusing on health and wellness. And today, we're talking about a condition that we may not know a lot about. It's more than just a painful skin rash. I'm talking about shingles, something that happens if you've had chicken pox before. Well, we're going to find out more about the condition. And on the line with me is Dr. Asok Kurup, an infectious disease physician practicing at Mount Elizabeth Hospital. Good evening, doctor. How are you? Yeah, good evening. Elliot, nice to have this opportunity to share with you about shingles. Yeah, so let's try and get the definition of shingles. Tell us a little bit about it and what are some misconceptions when it comes to this condition? Yeah, so shingles, unfortunately, is still under-recognized and we are trying to get the message across. And thanks for this opportunity as well so that folks will know that this is the same virus that causes chicken pox. And you may or may not remember getting chicken pox before in childhood or at some remote point in time. But the virus doesn't die. It goes to sleep in the nervous system. And later on in life, it can come and get reactivated and can cause a syndrome, which is called shingles, which basically is that terrible narrative of prodromal pain or discomfort, followed by this blisteriform rash, which appears along the distribution of a particular nerve, because that's kind of the hideout of the virus. So that is the collateral that happens. A person or individual suffers the pain, the discomfort, maybe a cosmetic blemish on top of everything else. But then there is this condition called neuralgia, which is also associated. Now, neuralgia causes painful discomfort. Sometimes it can be uh, itching, burning, all kinds of you know, types of pain. There's a spectrum to this. And it can last for weeks, months, even years. And, you know, shingles is no joke when it appears on parts of the body, like, you know, the face and it can affect the eyes. Not very commonly, but sometimes it can cause collateral to the eyes. Even blindness has been reported. Oh, wow. Gosh, that is scary. I've seen my younger brother go through that. Uh, Even my father-in-law has had it. And when my father-in-law had it at his age, it didn't seem to go away. It kept coming back. A long time ago, there was a whole campaign to raise awareness for shingles. And I remember it looks Mm. like a snake, that kind of infection area. Is it contagious though, doctor? It's not as contagious as it is with chickenpox. Except, of course, some people whose immune systems are down. And when you get what we call disseminated zoster, which means that it shingles, but it's all over the body, then, you know, it gets a bit more, more, much more contagious than when it's just localized. But certainly individuals who are having the infection and it's still ongoing probably want to stay away from pregnant individuals Mm. and Mm. vulnerable folk and so on, but not in the way that is the same with chickenpox. Okay. I know you mentioned some of the potential complications earlier, but can it get worse? For example, could it affect the nerves? Yeah, so there's a lot of problems with the nerves in the context of this post-herpetic neuralgia, which is a medical term we give give for this disabling painful syndrome for, you know, as a long-term side effect that some people continue to endure after the initial flare-up of the, you know, shingles is over and done with. And they keep suffering that. So I don't know whether you're alluding to that when you say your dad or your dad-in-law are suffering. Yeah. It's, you know, it's maybe this neuralgia syndrome. Many people think it's still the virus that's active. That's amazing. Right. It's not the virus anymore. It's the whole effect it has to the nervous system, the nerve okay. distribution. So that is something that we don't like to 
have patients suffer and then okay. it's something that we can easily prevent with a very, very effective vaccine. Mm, mm, mm. We will talk about vaccines uh, as well, but I do wonder, Doctor, when it comes to risk factor, is it different for different age groups? Is it fair to say that older people are going to feel it worse? No, so there is an age effect to this. So it's almost universal that when you hit about 50 and above, suddenly your risk you know, increases exponentially. It has to do with a phenomenon called immune senescence, which means that there is some mitigation, as it were, of your controllers, which means your soldiers trying to keep the virus at bay. So this is kind of like a universal experience. So okay. people who are older, this is very important that you can, you know, you can get this infection. This is part of the public messaging we give to folks okay. to make sure that you are aware as long as you are 50 and above, yeah. go get this vaccine. All right. I've been speaking with Dr. Asok Kurup, infectious disease physician practicing at Mount Elizabeth Hospital. Dr. Asok, I appreciate your time. Take care and have a great evening ahead. All right. Thank you very much, Elliot. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.